I have spent the last year embracing this word, limitless. Finding ways to lead a more limitless life, discovering how I can embody this feeling of being limitless, and documenting as I've gone along through this show what I have learned about limitless living. I am pleased to report that I do truly feel limitless now. And if you know me at all, you know that I want that for you too. On today's show, I'm sharing with you what my limitless life looks like and feels like, and I've distilled what I've learned along the way in my pursuit of being limitless into eight key lessons that I'm super excited to share with you. I want you to take what I've learned and run with it. I want you to go and be limitless yourself. So let's dive into this special birthday episode and be limitless together, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corey Javid from CoreyJavid.com. How are you doing? Oh, I am super excited over here. I'm celebrating all the things. This is officially a birthday episode. I'm talking to you about a year of limitless living and what I've learned. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about some of the things my clients have been up to. So on the last episode, episode 83, which was around empowered spending, um, at the very beginning, I was talking about some of my clients' massive, amazing money results recently. But I also noted that, yes, those things are incredible. And yes, I love helping women to make more money. But that's not the whole picture. And there are other things that happen that are just still wins, that are still worthy of celebrating, even if they don't have a money tag associated with them. So I wanted to share a few of those with you today. So one of my clients, she has been growing her Facebook group and added 30% new members to her Facebook group. I mean, that's an achievement, right? That's people who are her ideal clients who have opted to be in her inner circle, who are consuming her content, getting to know her, like her and trust her. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. One of my clients recently really upped her conversion rate, so her ability to get on discovery calls with people and sign them up as clients. That's super exciting. One of my clients, I was talking to her, she did have a big money win, but I wanted to celebrate another aspect of that. And it was this, we were talking about, well, what are the things that helped you to get there so that she could see it the way that I see it, hopefully as well, and so that she could replicate that for herself. And belief was a really big part of that. She didn't used to have the same level of belief in herself that she now does. And it's that belief which enabled her to have that money result. And in fact, that same client was telling me that she had found a fear inventory that I'd made her where you write down all the fears that you're feeling about a certain thing. I won't go into the whole technique now, but she'd found it from several months back. And she said when she read through it, she realized, and I'm, this is a quote directly from her, I'm not that person anymore. I mean, goosebumps, right? <laughs> so good. 
Another of my clients, she had fallen off of the mindset bandwagon. She wasn't doing her mindset practice every day, wasn't feeling good about business, but she hopped back on and in two days of getting her mindset routine back in check, so many incredible things started happening for her. People were magnetized to her and saying amazing things to her. She was offered a massive opportunity to get in front of a really wide audience, which is going to mean massive things for her business just in two days. Another great result that doesn't get talked about enough is just that kind of feeling of limitlessness, right? I received a message from one of the Limitless Money course students who already took the course. And she said that since doing Limitless Money, she has not looked back since. She's made loads of changes, really taken a leap into what feels good for her and her business and just isn't looking back. I mean, how cool. So these are some of the things that we should be celebrating too, right? And even the things like maybe where you are, depending where you're at in your business, maybe it's getting those first 10 people on your email list. Maybe it's you're making your very first sale. Maybe it's running a challenge for the very first time. Maybe it's creating your first course like another of my clients just did. Whatever it is, make sure you're celebrating all of it. Enjoy all of it. Otherwise, what is the point? (laughs) So I wanted to share that with you today to get you thinking about what you need to be celebrating and acknowledging and being proud of in your life. And also, I just want to acknowledge that, yes, my clients are getting some really amazing money results. And you know I love that. You know I love helping women earn more money. But there's so much else that happens too. And there's so much else that goes on behind the scenes. And it's those mindset shifts and that belief that makes those money results possible, right? Anywho, let's get back to the birthday celebrations. I feel like I need one of those kind of party blowers, you know, that kind of thing. Oh my goodness, did that even come across like the noise that I kind of meant it to? I feel like I need some kind of party hat. Anywho, it's not just my birthday coming up. So as this is airing, let me think, it's my birthday week as this is airing. So that's why I'm doing this as a birthday episode. Not just that, it's my business's second birthday. When I think my business is only two years old, it actually blows my mind. (laughs) I feel like I've done so much and I've come so far and it's just incredible. I've come so far as a person, (laughs) not just like results, right? And hooray, the Limitless Mother podcast is one years old. Yay, can we get some praise hands? Can you say happy birthday to me over on Instagram if you've been enjoying this podcast, even if you're just new to the show. I love to hear if you're loving it. Um, So it's a triple birthday celebration. So I wanted to do something a bit different for this episode. And I've been super (laughs) reflecty. Is that thing? (laughs) Reflecty. This time of year around my birthday. I know people quite often get like this maybe in January or at Christmas, but it always comes for me because my birthday's in November. Always comes for me at this time of year. I always look back at What's happened since my last birthday? What has changed since then? What's been new? What's been different? What's been amazing? I quite often dig out old journals, see what I was saying and writing at this time last year. And the thing that first leapt out at me was that this time last year was the first time that I pivoted my branding a little bit to include the word and concept of being limitless. So I changed my Facebook group name to Limitless Mothers. I launched this, the Limitless Mother podcast, all the things, right? And I really took on that word. And it, well, more like the word took on me. I don't know if you've heard me share this story before, but I knew I was going to be launching this podcast. I had a completely different idea for the name for the podcast for the whole time from the first conception of the idea of the podcast right up until 
I launched it, which was several months, by the way. (laughs) And then when I did some research into that name, there was already somebody out there with that name doing something kind of similar or too similar, at least for me to kind of step in and start using the other name. And so I was like, wow, damn, I need a new name. I quite liked that name. And I just decided to let the universe send me a name. And it just sent me that, the word limitless. And it's so funny because it came to me so clearly. I remember that. And I remember kind of trying to bat it away, like, no, no, not that, not limitless. (laughs) I don't know why, because now I absolutely love and adore the word. But at first I was like, no, no, no universe, not that, something else, please. But it just wouldn't go away. And so I was like, okay, it's limitless. It's perfect, actually. And then I got really on board with it, not just from like, branding perspective and naming the show um, the Limitless Mother podcast but also I just got really on board with the idea of limitless living and trying to embody being limitless myself because I thought if I'm going to have a podcast called The Limitless Mother I better make damn sure that I'm trying to be a limitless mother myself right so it really made me sort of step up and up my game and up my energy to try to live a more limitless life and so I thought well that's a kind of perfect thing for us to talk about on the show today. I wanted to bring to you a year of me living this limitless life and what I've learned from it, what I've learned about being limitless, because it's very much been my mission this year to help you to feel limitless by empowering myself to feel limitless and then sharing with you along the way what I've learned. And so you know that I've been sharing this on the show all of the past year, all 80, what are we on? 84 episodes now. So cool, right? And so I've really embraced limitless living and I took it on as my word of the year for this year as well. And I just am so excited to talk to you today about what I've learned from this journey. (laughs) You know, I hate that word and can't seem to get away from it. It sounds cheesy. By the way, if you think of another word than like personal growth journey or business journey, please send me it. Please let me know. Any copywriters out there can suggest something better that doesn't sound cheesy. Anyway, we're stuck with it for now. (laughs) So my journey into limitless living, I really want to share with you how it's felt for me what I think is limitless living and how I define it and what it's looked like for me in a practical sense. So some of that kind of behind the scenes, what's been going on with me, how I live my limitless life. But also I've come up with eight. That's an unusual number for me. It's always three or five, right? Eight lessons that I've learned about being limitless this year that you can have a think about, maybe integrate into your life too. And I do quite like the fact that it's eight because when you think about it, eight, if you flip it on its side, it's the symbol for infinity, which is kind of limitlessness, right? So actually, perfect. Of course there's eight. (laughs) It's almost as if I planned that, which I didn't. Okay, so let's get into this. What is limitless living? What the heck is it? For me, it's a belief quite simply in limitless potential, my limitless potential. It's a belief in myself. If I'm going to feel limitless, I need to believe in myself. I need to believe that I am limitless. I need to believe that it's possible to be limitless. I need to believe that there is limitless abundance and love in the world. And so that's to me really at the core of it, what limitless living is, is that belief in yourself and belief in limitless possibility. And it's the feeling of being limitless and living a limitless life is feeling able to do anything, like earn more, spend more, invest more, laugh more, live more, love more, anything but more. 
<laughs> anything that you want, but more. It's feeling that you're not capped in any of those arenas. You're not restricted in any of those ways. And even if you don't have the steps or you don't have the money in the bank or you don't know how, or circumstances seem to be making it difficult, it's about believing in it anyway and trusting that there is a way and trusting that you can make it happen. Trusting in yourself to lean into your limitless potential and make whatever it is that you want, whether it is laughing more, living more, loving more, spending more, whatever, you can make it possible. And so that's the kind of sexy side, right? That's the kind of bit that you can kind of get behind. Like, yeah, I want to lead a limitless life. I want to feel limitless. Here's the kind of unsexy side of being limitless. Maybe, maybe not. You be, you be the judge. But I think that being limitless and really limitless living means also being willing to do what many are not willing to do. Because there are lots of people out there, and that's absolutely fine, living average lives, not limitless lives, right? Mediocre maybe, maybe mundane, maybe not so great, but not feeling limitless, not living a limitless life. So to lead a limitless life, you've got to go large. (laughs) You've got to do things that are different. You've got to be willing to shrug off, put aside, let go of anything that's telling you that you're not limitless. And I think that's ultimately what many people aren't willing to do, that it's easy for us to argue for our limitations, right? And so being willing to do what many are not willing to do, to be more than average, to do different things, to think outside of the box, to get uncomfortable, because, you know, sometimes being limitless does mean getting uncomfortable. All of those things are part of being limitless and limitless living, because it's like saying, that I'm not going to let discomfort limit me. I'm not going to let the fact that I don't know how limit me. I'm not going to let X, Y, or Z limit me. And I think that's what so many people are not willing to do is to do that unsexy side of things like, I mean, I'll get into some of these in a minute, but things like prioritizing ourselves and stopping believing our own BS and being really available to look at our thoughts and see if they're limiting us and let go of them and find ways to take on new, more empowering, more limitless beliefs. That's the kind of like less talked about side. It's not just about positive thinking and showing up and believing in potential. I mean, that's a really great starting point, don't get me wrong. But it's also this point of being willing to do things that not everybody is willing to do. And don't misunderstand me. I don't mean like, you know, working ridiculous hours. Like that's not what I mean by being willing to do what people are not willing to do. Plenty of people are willing to do that. I'm not down with that. <laughs> but it's about being willing to to dare, to bet on yourself, to trust yourself, to leap, to go for something and believe in it even when there's no evidence to suggest that you can do it. I mean, that takes some tenacity. That takes a choice and a decision. And it takes a kind of vote for yourself. I think, unfortunately, that's what a lot of people aren't willing to do. So I'd love you to have a think about where you are on the limitless living scale. Do you feel like you're really going after a limitless life? Do you feel like you're feeling quite limited? It's a good opportunity to check in with yourself and see kind of where you're at with that. And what do you want? Do you want to live a limitless life? If not, why not? Why are you telling yourself that that's not possible for you? Or maybe that you shouldn't have that because, hey, you should. (laughs) I want you to have a limitless life. If you don't want that for yourself, I would definitely examine why. And if you do want it for yourself, but it seems impossible, that's kind of missing the point. The point is that you just get to choose that it's possible. Okay, so what has living this limitless life looked like for me? Wow, there was a lot of L's in that sentence. 
<laughs> Glad I'm not trying to say that after a glass of Malbec or Bordeaux. <laughs> so this is what it's looked like for me. So I'm going to talk about some of the things that have been kind of fun aspects of limitless living and then some of those things that I've been doing that maybe not everybody's willing to do. And I've just got them all muddled together in one list. So we're just going to go at it. I've done things like, so for living more, I have taken my husband on date nights. I pay. I do that. I earn the money for that. And I pay. Yeah, he could pay. Sure, he earns money. But I pay. I like doing it. I am just the organizer of the two of us. He will happily come along and have a really great time and be really engaged in the conversation and will have a really good giggle. But if I don't organize it, I'm not sure he would. And I could harp on at him and make him do it. I just like organizing it. I like picking where we're going to eat. <laughs> and I like paying for it. Hey, that's just me. doesn't mean you have to do any of these things. I'm just talking about what this looks like for me. I have been paying for and funding more travel for us. So I have pretty much always paid for our travel. It's important to me, so I make it happen. And so being limitless to me means like, identifying what do I want to do? Where do we want to go as a family? And then making it happen, even if I don't know how. So we've been on, we went to Canada for three weeks this year. That was part of my limitless living. We went to France for a week. Oh my goodness, money vibes in France by the mountain there were just so high. <laughs> I loved it. Like all good things. And I, part of the limitless living isn't just making those things happen. I just immersed myself in those experiences and I just felt truly grateful for them. I felt just so connected to myself, to my family, to source or the universe or God, whatever you want to use there. It just felt really wonderful. Travel does that for me. And so because I know that, definitely include it in part in my limitless life. Um, I've been on a ton of spa days. You know I love a spa day. I should probably have counted them up and told you. That's important to me. I love a spa day. I need that downtime every so often. I like to feel pampered. I like to be in the vibes of a really high-end spa for the day. Makes me feel good. And feeling good is part of my limitless life. So I gladly spend my money on things that make me feel good, right? I've spent more time with my daughter. So my business helps me do that. I've built a business that supports me, not the other way around. I think I did a podcast episode on that. So if you're like, I want to find out more than that about that, go and have a look. <laughs> go have a look through the uh, back episode catalog. But I've built a business that supports me and I've been super intentional about doing that. And that's part of my limitless life. I don't want to feel limited in my capacity to show up as the kind of mum that I want to be because I have a business. So I've just decided not to make that a thing. That's part of being limitless, right? Is just being like, no, I don't accept that that's a limitation. I don't accept that motherhood is any kind of limitation. I believe it only adds to my experience in life and in business. It doesn't prevent me from doing anything. And I don't believe that my business is any kind of limitation in the type of present mother that I get to be. So that's been a wonderful aspect of this year, just feeling really limitless in my ability to embrace time off with my daughter whenever she's off school. I've invested in myself in bigger ways this year and I've invested in myself, you probably know this if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, right from day dot, <laughs> from before my business was even a thing, I was down with investing myself. I knew that this was the only way to leap forward. I knew that I needed that kind of support. And I invest more in myself from a mindset perspective now as much as anything. Um, so I'm in a mastermind. You might have heard me talk about it. 
and the Millionaire Makers Mastermind, and it's all geared towards scaling our businesses to seven figures. But I also get one-to-one coaching as part of that. So I made more investment in myself, and I feel just totally able to do that because I feel limitless and because I make that happen. And that decision came before the money came. So that's when I want, just really want you to kind of, ha- I just really want to hammer that home because I know that f- maybe if you're not investing in yourself right now, it's easy to think, oh sure, it's easy for her. She's making great money in her business. When I'm making great money, I'll invest in myself. No, I'm making great money. I'm doing well. I'm living my limitless life because I invested in myself first. <laughs> so that's part of my limitless living. I really up-leveled my investment of my time and money in my health and well-being. So I buy organic food in any particular way, shape, or form that is possible. So if they do it in an organic version, I buy the organic version. And that's just one of those things that's important to me. I like to know the impact that things like that I'm putting in my body or on my body, same with skincare, I like it to be as natural as possible. I don't want to be adding to the chemicals on this earth and I don't want to be adding to the chemicals inside of me. And so that's important to me. And so I gladly spend money doing things like that. And I feel like I can embrace my health. And I know that looking after myself is part of limitless living. Hey, I can't show up and be limitless if I'm flogging myself, if I'm working long hours and filling my body with crap and not getting exercise and not filling my cup, essentially. So I eat really well. It doesn't mean I eat clean all the time. Don't don't misunderstand me. <laughs> but I eat really well on the whole. And I have a personal trainer as well as a gym membership. Those things cost money, but I spend it gladly because it's important to me. And I know that doing those things helps me show up for my business, my life, <laughs> my family in a bigger and better way. I'm looking after me. I'm looking after my future me in that moment too, which is another part of being limitless is like knowing that you get to look after your future self. I also uh, feel limitless in my ability to secure the support that I need in life and in business. So that looks like a number of different things. So I already mentioned my coach, but I also have four women supporting me in my business on a daily, weekly basis. More than that, if you also account accountant my accountant so I actually have my accountant I have my like web and tech lady Claire I have my OBM Carly doing an amazing job there I have now Helen doing all of our graphical design piece and I have Kim as you know editing the podcast pay for all of that gladly and I do that to buy back my time I buy back my time so that I can spend my time in my zone of genius because I know that the more time I spend in my zone of genius, the more limitless things are available to me because I can make more, I can create more value and put more value out there and have a bigger impact. And that's really important to me. That's part of my limitless life is having a bigger impact. But also it buys back my time so that I don't feel in any way, shape or form required to work longer than my 25 hour work week. And also to add to that, that kind of support structure, I have a cleaner who comes and the wonderful Haley comes and helps me out, keeps my house spick and span and tidy. She comes twice a week, two hours a week. Love it. Absolutely love those days of the week when I get back and the house looks marvelous. My point being that I feel limitless in my ability to secure the support that I need to do the things that are important to me. Simple as that. The other part of being limitless for me has been showing up for my goals again and again, even when it's not working out. 
I don't always hit every goal first time. <laughs> don't ever think that. Of course not. The thing is, is it's showing up for them. It's going after them. It's not making it mean something that it doesn't. And I think I've got much better at that this year since embracing this limitless feeling that I put everything in a kind of proper perspective. The thing about the word limitless to me is really expansive and it helps me to have this big picture view. And it helps me to not sweat the small stuff, not make the fact that maybe I didn't hit a goal mean anything other than there's more to learn or more time required. Simple as that. That's it. And so I've really leaned into that this year and I've really looked at if I am beating myself up about not hitting a goal, I catch it super fast now and I kill it and I replace it with something more empowering. And I go back to this word of being limitless and it helps me kind of just open up my thinking and look at the big picture and my long-term vision and goals. And that's been really helpful for me. I'm also really great at asking for what I need. So I've got much better of that. So I well, let my team know, here's how to make me happy. Here's what I love. I love it when you did that thing. Thank you for doing that. Do more of that. (laughs) Um, I'm also good at asking my husband for what I need. So (laughs) let's not go down a dodgy path there. (laughs) I mean, that's true also, but oh my goodness, I'm not going to get into that on the episode. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) what I mean, what I'm talking about here in terms of my limitless life is things like, Um, our daughter was sick recently and I said to him, you're going to need to work from home or take the day off and look after her because I have a day of calls and I don't want it to impact my business in that way. Yes, I ask for that. I ask for what I need to help me get the things that I desire, right? And so that's just one example of it. But those are the sorts of things that sometimes people are not willing to do. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to that side of being limitless being able to ask for what you need. That's a big part of it. I launched Limitless Money. I mean, that was a big deal, right? And also even has the word limitless in it, so it's relevant here. But I wouldn't have had that idea if I hadn't felt limitless and if I hadn't have felt committed to limitless living. And here's why. I knew I wanted to teach on the topic of money mindset. I knew I had a ton of like knowledge that I was sitting on and I hated sitting on it and not bringing it to you ladies because I know how transformational it's been for me and for my private coaching clients and I feel so passionately about getting into the hands, the heads, the hearts of as many women as possible because helping to financially empower you is my jam. It's why I'm here, (laughs) right? And so I felt quite frustrated because I did not want to create just another course. I felt quite adamant that I wasn't going to do that because I know that for us mothers, the traditional course isn't serving us. And I know it's so easy for us to buy a course not finish it, then feel guilty about the fact that we spent money on it and didn't finish it, which is actually just eroding our money mindset even worse and our trust in ourselves and all that kind of terrible things. And so I was committed to finding a way to make it happen. Now, if I wasn't embracing being limitless, I would have continued to hold on to that narrow view of, oh, well, it's a course or nothing. It's a traditional course or that's it. And So being limitless meant that I had to break down those barriers. I had to open up my thinking and be open to the idea that something else is possible. There is a way to help women. There is a way to facilitate these kinds of mindset shifts and facilitate, you know, healing your relationship with money without it being a kind of video as a workbook type of affair. And that's why I had the amazing idea of making it audio. 
right, which has massively impacted the completion rate of it. And the course has had huge results. So it was worth it. But I don't think I would have got there. I don't think I would have released the course or released any course if I hadn't embraced being limitless because I wouldn't have forced myself to think bigger and think outside of the box. Another thing is that this year I committed to my goal of scaling my business to 1 million. Now I'm not there yet, but further to my previous point (laughs) about not letting it mean anything when I haven't yet hit my goals other than there's more time and some more learning required. But I set that this year and I don't feel like I would have been able to set that as a goal for myself from where I am. The leap from six figures to seven figures feels a lot bigger than zero to six figures, let me tell you, from where I'm sitting anyway. And I could have easily told myself that I'm not ready for that, or I don't know how to do that, or that's not possible for me, or that's greedy, or who am I to think I can do something like that, if I hadn't fully embraced this limitless life. And so when that idea came to me, which by the way was actually before I was I knew anything about this mastermind or was invited to work in it, when that came to me, I just knew, yes, I have to do it. And I have to do it because I have to be that example. And it feels so exciting to do it. And I have no idea. And that's exactly why I should do it. And I want to be pushing at the limits, right? So it's kind of very much tied to my desire to feel limitless is my dedication to pushing at the limits of what's possible and to keep saying, actually, I've now done this while working 25 hours a week. Actually, I've now done this and still showed up and been the kind of mum that I want to be. I want to always be pushing the envelope there and being my own best case study. So if I hadn't have embraced limitless living this year, I'm not sure that I would have been so on board with and so fully committed to my seven-figure goal. And so part of that though, part of the unsexy side of that is that I have been doing a lot of mindset work. So I'm really consistent with my mindset work and I need to keep my belief in check. I need to keep that certainty locked in. So I feel so certain at this point that I will hit seven figures, like ridiculously certain. If you told me that I won't, I would just kind of laugh like, okay, sure, because I know it's happening. (laughs) There's nothing that anybody could say to me to convince me otherwise. And there's nothing that can happen to convince me that it's not gonna pan out for me. I just know it in my core. Now, I didn't just flick that switch. I work on that and I maintain that and I cultivate that and grow that certainty. And I do that by doing the mindset work relentlessly day in, day out. And like I've said before, that doesn't mean I'm doing like an hour of it. I'm not spending an hour thinking like, I am a millionaire. It's more that I'm just proactive with what I'm thinking. I prioritize feeling good because it's easier for us to believe in ourselves and in being limitless when we feel good. And, you know, I already mentioned I do things to make myself feel good. So I go on spa days. That makes me feel good. I spend time with my daughter. That makes me feel good. I go on dates with my husband. I have a personal trainer and I go to the gym. All of these things combine actually to help my mindset because when I feel good, it's easier for me to believe. So I do the mindset work daily, 10 minutes sometimes. And I also, on a wider scale, look after myself and keep my vibe high by doing things that make me feel good. 
So those, those are just a few of the ways in which I've been living this limitless life. But I wanted to kind of just give you a flavor of it and from where I'm sitting, what limitless living looks like. Now, I don't physically have limitless funds. I'm not like a multi-billionaire. But the point is that I feel limitless because I believe in potential. I believe in the limitless abundance of the universe. I don't feel like there is a quota out there for me of how much money I can earn and then I'm done. I don't believe that if I'm earning money, I'm taking it away from somebody else. I believe that by me earning and creating wealth, I get to actually add to the wealth and the abundance that's out there. So I believe that I actually magnify the wealth and abundance in the world by creating more of it and attracting more of it myself. So feeling limitless and living a limitless life isn't about how much money you have in the bank. So if you're sitting there and saying, oh, well, I'll feel limitless when? No. (laughs) We need to start feeling limitless now, my love, like now, today, right now, and choosing it. Even if you don't feel it yet, it's about choosing to feel it first. I didn't just wake up one day and feel limitless. (laughs) This is something that I have had on my mind and cultivated as a mindset for the entire year. That's why I've been acting in a more limitless way and I've been enjoying feeling more limitless because I'm working on feeling limitless all the time. So you don't just wait for it to happen. You need to make it happen. You need to step into it and choose to believe it, right? And keep choosing until it just feels normal. So let's talk about these eight key lessons. So I'm kind of summarizing some of the things that I've learned so that hopefully you can have a think about living your limitless life. Here they are. Here are the eight things or eight of the things I should say that I have learned about being limitless this year. Number one, you have to be willing to do what the average person is not willing to do. Like I said already, it's just the truth. You want to be limitless? That's what it looks like. Number two, daily mindset practice. This has been fundamental to my feelings of limitlessness. So that looks like to me journaling day in, day out. I pretty much never miss a day. I've probably missed four days in this entire year, like when I was really sick. That's it. And so that's one of the reasons why I feel so darn limitless, because I've been working on that, cultivating that and growing that. Um, Another reason is that I listen to my guided meditations before I go to bed. They help me feel limitless too and help to get into my subconscious at that point at which our brain waves change just before we go to sleep when they're more suggestible in a good way, right? By the way, if you want my template to make your own guided manifestation meditation, head over to the Limitless Mother template shop and get your copy, horridjavid.com forward slash shop. Okay, number three of these key lessons is that I had to heal and continue to heal my relationship with money and I've had to be available for the work rather than squishing it down. So if you want to feel limitless, the lesson here for you is to be willing to work on yourself, be willing to work on your relationship with money, be willing to notice when there are fears or doubts or limiting beliefs or negative stories about what's possible for you because those things are making you believe that you're not limitless when in fact you are and if you keep them with you they're only going to weigh you down and hold you back so rather than squishing it down or batting it out of the way pull it out look at it do something about it and commit to up-leveling your thoughts so that you can up-level your reality. Uh, The fourth lesson is to align yourself with the vibration of the solution rather than the vibration of the problem. So this is something that I've talked about before on the show, and this is a concept that comes from Abraham Hicks, but it's essential to being limitless if you think about it, because being limitless means you are free from limitation. 
right? So anytime something presents itself to you as an obstacle or a problem or a challenge or an issue or a pain point or a struggle, you're seeing the limitation and you're in the vibration of it as a problem. You're believing that it's a thing that can hold you back, a thing that can get in your way, a thing that can slow you down. As soon as you change your vibration and you tap into the feeling of being limitless, you can align yourself with the vibration of the solution. Meaning that you don't accept any limitations ever and you say, okay, there has to be a solution here. What is it? That's a fundamental part of being limitless. Okay, the fifth lesson is be willing to kill off parts of you and become a new you again and again. So being limitless means being reborn limitless times. What do I mean by that? It sounds really dramatic, right? But it really means being willing to let go of aspects of what you think of as your personality or you think of as you because it's part of your core belief system. But being willing to let go of it, being willing to be wrong about something that you've previously believed because it's not serving you and letting go of that, like shedding these layers of you that aren't really the true you anyway, but that are holding you back and weighing you down. So I've had to let go of a ton of things like I've had to let go of perfectionism. I've had to really work on letting go of people pleasing. I've had to become a new me who believes in herself even more and feels worthy of being limitless, right? So it's about being willing to become the new you, the limitless you. (laughs) The sixth lesson that I've learned from a year of limitless living is this, you have to prioritize yourself sometimes. The better you feel, the better everything else is. The better you feel, the better your business goes. The better you feel, the better you show up as a mother. The better you feel, the better you are a friend, aunt, wife, whatever. It just is essential. And I know people talk about self-care all the time. We're not really just talking about self-care. Talking about prioritizing what feels good to you and doing things that make you feel good. Like I said, when you feel good, it's so much easier to believe in the fact that you're limitless. It's so much easier to see the abundance that is in fact all around you. It's so much easier to believe in the inevitability of your success if you feel good. It's really hard to do that if you feel crappy. And by crappy, I mean, you know, feeling in a low mood or feeling sluggish because you've been eating a ton of crap or you haven't been moving your body for the last two weeks or whatever the thing is. I don't want any of this to be a a stick that you beat yourself with. Don't make me wrong. Don't misunderstand me. But you do need to prioritize yourself if you're going to feel limitless. That doesn't mean prioritizing yourself to the detriment of others. And I know that's what we all worry about. Oh, I'm going to be a crap mom then if I start prioritizing myself. No, it's about knowing what is important to you, what makes you happy, what lights you up and finding ways to do more of that and feeling worthy enough of finding the time and the money to do more of the things in your life that make you happy. So that is a really important thing though. You will not feel limitless if you feel crap. (laughs) That's just part of it. So you have to prioritize yourself and prioritize feeling good. The seventh lesson that I've learned is around not making things mean something they do not. That is not the way to be limitless by telling yourself that this means that I'll never be successful. This means that this course will never sell. This means that I'll never book out one-to-one. That is all just limitation speaking and fear speaking and doubt speaking. And those are not the love language of being limitless, right? So 
if you could just take things, and this is something that I'm saying from personal experience here, something that I've learned to do is to take things less seriously, even in business, even when there is money on the line, even when there's reputation on the line, take it less seriously. See the fun in things, see the bigger picture that comes with embracing feeling limitless because when you do, you don't sweat the small stuff. You don't make it mean something that it doesn't. So what that no one bought your course doesn't mean that no one ever will. So what that you really bombed on that sales call it doesn't mean that you can't rock the next one. So what that you only have one person on your email list and it's your mum? It doesn't mean you won't have a full and thriving list of ideal clients soon. That That is something that I've really learned this year and having had this click into place has just been so freeing because you stop sweating the small stuff. It means that you're available to see the lesson that is presenting itself to you when something is not going how you'd planned or hoped. Learn from it and then just keep trucking along. <laughs> yeah, because you're not taking it so seriously. So I know it's easier said than done, but like I said, being limitless means being willing to do things that other people are not willing to do, which means practicing things like letting go of the small stuff, practicing things like feeling better about things even when they don't go well and not attaching negative meaning to something for the future just because of something that's happening right now. It means being willing to catch those thoughts that aren't serving you and replace them with something that does. The eighth lesson that I've learned from my limitless life this year is never saying I can't or I don't know how. Those are just the things that grind that feeling of limitlessness, limitlessness to a halt, aren't they? Um, because saying that I can't, you're imposing limitations on yourself. Saying I don't know how, you're saying that therefore it's not possible. Instead, better things to say, better things to ask yourself if you want to feel limitless are, I'm going to find a way to make that happen rather than I can't. Or I'm going to find out how. I'm going to keep showing up until the how presents itself. Those are better ways to be thinking to feel limitless. But in order to be limitless, the thing that I've learned is we have to let go of those phrases of I can't or it's not possible. And that's really fundamental to letting go of self-imposed limitations. And I think pretty much any limitation is self-imposed or at least self-accepted. So you're either accepting it or you're actually just placing it on yourself. And that can be hard. Like that's that's been some of the difficult work for me this year, mindset-wise, is noticing like, oh my God, that is a real limitation that I've just placed on myself there. I've been accepting this as truth when in fact it's just a story. I have to admit that I was wrong to be believing that and telling myself that. Not that we beat ourselves up for being wrong, but we have to be willing to let it go because it was wrong. And I have to choose a new belief and keep choosing it until it sticks. So that's really what it comes down to when, when we're talking about being limitless, right? It's about ceasing to argue for our limitations. And when we say I can't or I don't know how, we are just throwing our hands up in the air and not embracing the fact that we are in fact limitless. So those are my eight lessons. I hope it's been interesting having a glimpse into what I've learned from a year of limitless living. I've absolutely loved embracing this idea of being limitless this year. I've learned so much more than even what I've just shared. So much of the content from this show in general comes from my pursuit of being limitless and my 
intrigue with it and my commitment and dedication to not just being it myself, but figuring out how to help you feel limitless too, right? I don't, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm not doing this for me really very much at all. I, I am in terms of like, I love living my limitless life. I'm living my best life over him. <laughs> but the thing that motivates me in turning up here and continuing to think about this all the time and find ways and avenues and tools and techniques to help you is because I want you to feel limitless. I feel so free just embracing the idea of being limitless, even if you aren't feeling totally limitless limitless in that moment, just embracing the fact that you could be or that you're going to find a way to be. So freeing because it makes everything possible. And isn't that nice to believe in that everything is possible? It is possible for you. Okay, let's head into today's Dash of Woo. I want you to do a quite a simple thing with today's Dash of Woo. I want you to maybe replay those eight lessons or if you wrote them down or if you've got them in your head or if you've maybe been doing this already, but just check in with yourself against those and see are these things that you're doing? Are there things that you're willing to do? Where do you feel on the limitless scale? How are you feeling like, hell yeah, I'm so limitless, rah. <laughs> By the way, that rah is the limitless lion roar, lioness roar, I should even say. Or are you feeling like, oh, I'm feeling really limited. I feel like that's not possible for me. Here's why. I would love you to take that kind of assessment of where you're at. And again, don't make it wrong. Just notice where you're at. Don't beat yourself up. There's never anything to be gained from that. Just notice where you are on the limitless scale. And take some time. You know, I always tell you to take some time to yourself, right? Um, take some time, grab a journal and a pen and some quiet time, right? And say the words to yourself, I am limitless. And then just check in. How does that make you feel? Does it feel true or not true? Is there part of you that's daring to believe it? Is there part of you feeling super excited? Is there part of you saying, what a load of BS, I'm totally not limitless. But check in with yourself. If it's not true, if it doesn't feel true, if you don't feel like doing that limitless lioness roar, <laughs> then why not? Why are you feeling limited? Where in your life are you feeling limited? What stories are emerging about why you can't be limitless or it's not possible for you right now? Look at them square in the eyes. Write them down. When you write them down, you see them for what they are, which are stories, right? And when you write them down, you can see that this is a belief that I've been toting around with me. This is something that's maybe been keeping me stuck. This is something that's maybe been holding me back. And you can choose, it's your choice, you can choose to keep that story or bring in a new one and start to choose to believe in something new, something more empowering, something more in line with being limitless. So that's what I'd love you to do. Say, take some time, check in with that I am limitless statement and how it makes you feel. If it makes you feel amazing, then journal around how amazing it makes you feel and then use that to go into your day and be limitless and crush it. And if it doesn't make you feel amazing, that's okay too, but use it as a jumping off point. Use it as a jumping off point to find and uncover the ways in which you're not feeling limitless and those are the things that are holding you back, my love. When you look at them, you know that they exist, then you can do something about them. Then you can choose a new story, a new limitless narrative for your life. Amazing. If you want to start living your limitless life, a great place to start is feeling limitless about money. One of the reasons why I feel so strongly about teaching around the topic of money is because actually it's a great kind of a vessel for 
pretty much everything else in life. If we feel limitless in our ability to create a money and abundance and receive money and abundance, we also feel probably limitless to receive love in abundance too, right? So it can, the principles can be applied to all manner of things, but money's a really great way to be teaching it. And money does make the world go round. It's true, right? We can't live without it. We may as well have more of it and enjoy the process of creating it and receiving it and spending it, is my opinion. <laughs> so if you want to feel limitless around money, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Get on the wait list for my groundbreaking, innovative money mindset course, because we're going to be reopening it next year. Let me help you heal your relationship with money. Let me help to empower you to feel limitless around money and leap off from there into your limitless life. Corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. I hope to see your name on the wait list and then see you inside next time. Enrollment opens. If you've enjoyed today's birthday episode, oh well, first of all, head over to iTunes and give me a review. Could you be a pal and do that as a birthday present? Thank you. Love you. <laughs> if you want to find out more about today's show, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash limitless living. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.